0: You've now entered the lap of luxury. Prepare your soul for a lavish journey into enlightenment.
1: Hey guys, we're here with uh, Profane again. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. I'm extremely excited to be here.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> am a blast every time. Ha- <laughs> yeah, we're extremely excited to have you on. Uh, you've been uh, you're become a you're becoming a staple of the podcast.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I gotta say. <laughs> You know, Leslie and I always talk about how, like, why don't we just, like, we always reinvent sayings, you know? Like, we uh, don't follow them, and then we, like, come to terms with it and realize, like, we should have just followed the typical saying, like, consistency is key or something like that, you know? And I remember, profane. you told me how, uh, I don't know, it was probably months ago, how, like, um, you were trying to help your wife plan the wedding, <clears throat> and then your brother-in-law just pulled you aside and said, just let them do it because it'll be easier for everybody. And I, and I went against, I went against the grain on that. And I regret it uh, <laughs> every second of the day here. So, uh, just saying that, uh, Yeah, just let the woman plan it
1: and just move on with your fucking life, you know. I feel you on that. I cannot remember one detail. But there was one detail where it's like (laughs) I didn't care about everything, but I was like, this one thing, I was like, that's stupid. Don't do that. That's ridiculous. Like absolutely not. Not at my wedding. And like line down and like almost I mean, it just turned so bad so quick. And then I just remembered what uh my brother in law said and I was like I just kinda gave it back to him and just let him do their thing and it turned out completely fine. But I would be curious to hear Pork what what you lined on.
2: <laughs> I was ready to burn the fucking house down, I gotta say <laughs> Uh I wanted to wear an orange suit.
0: Oh wow orange jacket.
2: Matt's staring at me color staring pant. at me right now
0: by the way <laughs> You're not, are, are you safe? <laughs> I don't know.
2: She's got a knife in her hand. I don't know what she's going to do with it. But... <laughs> All orange? Or was it
0: like black no, pants? Just,
2: I was just going to do an orange jacket with uh, blue pants.
0: What? Is it was like, like Syracuse? I don't know about that one. Uh... Well, it was going to be
2: like burnt orange, so it would be a little bit tamer. You know what I mean? It wouldn't be as uh, but. Okay. okay. Um, I don't know. I was just feeling that. You know, and uh,
0: she... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you see it like, yeah. on, online or something? You thought it was pretty good.
2: No, I was just trying to do complimentary. But actually, well, actually, I did run into it in a store. Like the different colored jackets, you know? Mm-hmm. And I saw the orange one. I was It just caught my eye kind of. But <clears throat> that and then also trying to get my groomsmen to wear uh, – um, Suits they already have, you know oh, what I mean, but then yeah. they uh they weren't consistent enough, the colors. So, uh, of no, course.
0: yeah, I, I we can talk more about that. I'll, we'll keep it brief, but maybe we should do the talk and you can just listen so you don't get like, yeah, looks like you're a hostage right now. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'll just put what I want to say in the chat. So, yeah,
0: <laughs> but like, I thought, I mean, I thought the blues were all pretty good, and uh, I don't know, but. At least I thought, I, I thought they looked pretty good, at least of the people who sent the pictures. But no, yeah,
2: something. I guess it kind <clears> of <throat> it kind of comes. I mean, I don't know. It comes down to that. I want her to be happy. You know what I mean? Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: So and I mean, also, it goes to the principle of like, I always think about where I think we've talked about this in the podcast before. But if you have like an argument, I guess even amongst friends or something, it's like who cares less? You know what I mean? Of like. Yeah if it's going to be decision A or B and they're both about the same, but just like slightly different or uh, I don't know how to say black and white, but it's like the same result, I suppose. Yeah. I might as well just go with whoever cares more, I suppose kind of thing. So
1: how big of a wig out was it when you're like, Hey, I want to wear this orange suit.
2: It was was a a few months back and forth, you know, it's like (laughs) this, it's like this ebb and flow of like, we get mad at each other, really mad at each other. And then it comes down and then we're like, you know, we're like, what the fuck are we doing? And then it's like, we're both sorry. I I don't care. You can do the, or like, I want you to be happy. So you do your thing. And then it's like, no, I want you to be happy. So you do your thing. And then like two weeks later, it's like, we're mad at each other again for the same thing. You know, I don't know how that is, but like human
1: nature kind of thing, but I don't know. Yeah. Did you ever get her to cave and say, you know what? I should have let you wear the orange jacket. Yeah. She said, uh,
2: she, she basically said she doesn't care <laughs> and i was like now nah, i feel like a fucking asshole so it's like there's no winning for me so i might as well it's what i'm saying is i should just listen to profane and just put the <laughs> book in you know what i mean like put the bookmark in the book and just closed it. you know like
0: yeah that i have i have the hardest time like that's something i've been struggling with this week on um is trying to uh let things go like even though even when i know i'm right not being bingeful um, that's kind of my personal pet project right now. I think it's kind of contradictory or not contradictory, excessive personal pet projects all the same, but, um, the, the, uh, my pet project was, um, essentially like, like if I, if I know I'm correct, don't press the issue and like, try to like get the other person to submit, um, or like, like admit they're wrong or like make a fool of them because, I'm petty as fuck, and I can't help it, but, but like, want to just, like, shove their face in it. Like, look, see, this is where it says you're wrong, and I hate when people are like that to me, so I try not to be like that to other people. Um, so, yeah. Yeah.
2: I think, uh... All right, I gotta say what happened off-screen here, so... <laughs> I meant to text Madison that I needed to get water, and I text Luxury instead. <laughs> If she can give me
0: water, like, she was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're fucking well, he said, can I get a water? I was like, yeah, man, go for it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she asked permission now to go
2: again. <laughs> it's happened so many times where, you know, like, I wanted to text somebody. Thank you. I wanted to text somebody a, uh, a picture of, like, somebody else, like, me making fun of them kind of thing. Or, like, you know, like, like a, a secret picture I took of them. And then so I – like if I want to text luxury or something I, I took of profane, my mind automatically goes to profane, like texting him. You know what I mean? The picture of himself, and then I get caught in the act. <laughs> but then somehow I catch myself beforehand, and I, like, stop. But this past week I did that by accidentally but I actually played it off, and it worked out. Uh, <laughs> I did That's it the offer. worst. Yeah, I did it with baller luxury. I was I took some pictures of him wearing a fucking stupid shirt. and. <laughs> I just sent it to Walker, but I sent
0: it to Balder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. dude, I uh, you know what's the worst is because this has happened to me or I've been on the receiving end of it where somebody texts me something they meant to text their wife. Um, They're like, "Oh, hey, I'm coming home. Is there any, you know any you may get any groceries or something like that?" And usually I just ignore it or I'll say something stupid. But um, I left like I was leaving like a voice message for uh my girlfriend and it was like super cheesy super fucking you know, <laughs> like little oh, baby cakes blah, 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 you know shit like that and <laughs> and i sent it and because and, i was driving at like fucking three o'clock in the morning dude it was so i was just like sent it over, like i was like oh you know thinking about you oh I miss you so much blah 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 you know and uh then I see it, and it was my NCOIC. He responds. He was like, "Oh, oh thanks." So I was like, "Oh, <laughs> fuck!" And I just like laughed, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "Well, uh, there's nothing you can do." <laughs> so I just copied the, the original uh, voice messages in sanitary. <laughs> ah. <laughs> like fuck it. I mean, I'm caught now. I was like, he's either gonna send this or not. Like, and it wouldn't be the first time. Like, because he sent he sent me shit all the time, like that, uh, or not like that, but. I've been the recipient of that stuff, so
1: yeah. Yeah, man, I was super scared when I first started dating Meryl, because Meryl and mom were very close in my phone book. I'm like, Uh-oh. oh God, <laughs> <laughs> did that?
0: So, so you started having some risky conversation over here. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You got to avoid that one. Oh, I can't wait for you to get home, baby. I'm going to show you (laughs) the dark side. (laughs) What? Your mom's like, oh, you watching Star Wars? (laughs) Uh,
2: To avoid that, I put a Z in front of the person I don't want to text.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. Another one that I find myself in a lot is if – because my thing will be Firno. I'll say some crazy shit to So, But he doesn't have a voicemail set up. So I'll dial him on autopilot and be leaving him some nasty, raunchy uh, voicemail and then be like, wait, did I dial the right person here? Like, am I leaving on the wrong person's uh, thing? So I'm always like double checking when I get halfway through on that one.
0: (laughs) Wait, so uh, you put a Z in front of their name. What do you mean?
2: You just put a Z in front of their name in your contacts, so it goes to the bottom alphabetically,
0: so it's, like, totally out of the way. Like, do you do that each and every time you do do this, or?
2: No, 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 like, if you, like, in uh, ROTC, I had the cadre members' uh, phone numbers, but Uh I didn't want to, like, drunk text them or something for some reason, you know, so I just put Z in front of all their contact names. Gotcha. So I'd have to like get out, go out of the way to get to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's smart. Very smart. Um, yeah, I was going to say the, what you were saying, talking about before though. Yeah. Like with the like vengeful stuff where somebody fucks something up and then I don't like put it in their face. Yeah. It's, but you know, it's better just to internalize it and be like, yeah, I told you so, you know, then, uh, unless I guess uh, maybe to drive home a lesson or something to, uh, i don't know i think it's better for karma if nothing yeah. else you know I mean? it's
0: definitely better but i like th- there's something inside of me and they're like you know <laughs> you knowing it's right is not good enough they need to know, they need to know they're wrong <laughs> yeah i can't i can't do it i don't know why i'm, I'm getting better at it though. i'm trying to at least uh and, like, and, it, and for me, it was weird, too, because like, you can go vent to people and show them, like, so let's see how they're wrong, and they're just like, yeah, you're right, you're right, and then, like, that's it. But, yeah, like it's, for me, it's, like, still, I'm never good enough. I don't know why. There's something wrong with me. I'm fucked up. <laughs> um, well, my
1: thing is I can't stop running my mouth. This happened to me this weekend where uh, <laughs> somebody, t- somebody took me to a really bougie, like, hip, hip real hip place. It was like a Korean barbecue place where you, you know, grill it on the table in front of you or whatever. Right. I
0: got to say. But it's like all blue
1: neon lights or whatever. And I'm like, really? I'm just trying to watch NCAA basketball. Why are we even here? Like, (laughs) (laughs) and I just kept running my mouth because I'm like, oh yeah, like this is super fancy. You're supposed to be hip. But like, look at what they gave us freaking white rice. Like, coming here, spending all this money to eat white rice. And I just wouldn't let people live it down. And I think I annoy people just talking shit about. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just drive to the point home too much.
0: That's hilarious. You think that like I feel like that's a. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like that's a middle class like dad thing to do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just inside, like you go you go to Applebee's and you know like that's like I had a buddy he told a story where. Um, and I might have told this on a podcast where he puts the, the dad goes out and is he puts um, like four five dollar bills on the table. So 20, he got 20 bucks. And he tells him later, the first time he or she comes up, it's like, all right, keep the water. You keep the glasses coming and, you know, we we don't have to raise our hand. You keep all 20. But if we're not getting our service, you're going to start seeing these these uh, five start disappear. And he would just, he didn't get the water when he was, th- when his glass is empty, he pulled one five away and he kept on doing that. Oh <laughs> and it was just like, it's just a drive of point home, you know, like, like we can't get any fucking service in here. I got to, I got to worry, I got to wait five minutes to get a glass of water. And the TV's too quiet. The music's too loud. Right? <laughs> what kind of place are we coming in here, guys? <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be Applebee's.
2: Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I know. Another thing for uh, that classic like uh, stereotype to do is to like get mad if it's not the perfect rareness that you asked for, you know, and just send, be like, if it's not right, I'm going to send it back, okay? So, <laughs> okay, yeah, sounds good, man.
1: Well, you know. well, I always get annoyed when these places ask like how you want to cook. Half the time I'm like, look at you guys. You're a shit bar. Like don't tell me you're going to get this stuff medium. This thing's coming out however it's coming out. You know what I mean? Like, if you're at a nice steakhouse, I know they're going to get it. But I always giggle, like, some of these places ask it. And it's like, there's no way the felon in the back has the capability to dial this in to medium rare. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> Dude, uh, we went to Canada on a air show, and Detroit sent uh, a steak. It was expensive. St- just expensive steak back. He wanted oh, it really? blue – I don't know if you've ever heard of Blue Rare. I hadn't heard it until I was hung out with him. What is Blue Rare? Basically, it's like the – like you know how if you get a good cut of steak or meat? It's just like if you cut into it when it's raw, it's just kind of like bluish, purple, kind of red. Yeah. Well, on the inside, it's like that. Like the, It's basically cooked long enough just to get a sear on the outside, and the inside will be like kind of like cold almost – um i'm like dude that's not healthy he's like oh it's a good cut of meat there won't be any worms i'm like all right you say that
3: yeah
0: that worm's living inside of you uh but yeah it's, it's funny he said it, he, he likes steak i still i don't like going to steakhouses last time i went to like an actual steakhouse uh i got the meat and i swear i could have cooked and seasoned it better and i'm not saying it was a bad steak <laughs> but like I could have done it for literally an eighth of the price and would have been fine. But that's me. I'm not saying I'm a good cook. I'm just saying I can cook it the way I want it and cheaper.
2: Yeah, that checks, especially with all the times like you go to a restaurant, you're like, yeah, I could have made this at home. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's always about the uh, the environment and like just yeah. hanging with friends, you know. And it's like, isn't that kind of weird that that's what we decide for the majority of people to like go and do like it's like if you meet up with people, you're going to go out and eat, you know, as opposed to, I don't know, going on rock climbing or something, you know, I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. I guess
2: it's just because you can sit down and
0: talk. So, yeah, but. But you can do that at somebody's house, too. I guess it's just yeah, the, the yeah. festivities. You want to dress up. And when you think about it, when you go dress up, it, you can really set just about any kind of ambiance you want at somebody's house, you know, you, you can pick. And if it's not somebody in particular, you could pick like one of like any of your friends. They're like, Oh, you want to go to a nice Mexican restaurant? All right. Well, I mean, if it's Mexican and you don't have anybody to cook Mexican, then it's different. Um, or like, let's say you want to go to a steakhouse or whatever. You want to go to whatever restaurant. You can do that at somebody's house. You can light candles, turn the mood down, you know, put on some TV set the set the mood, right. Uh, and do that anywhere. And you're still with the people you're with. It's just a matter of, um, like you said, I think it's the experience of going out and having somebody else do stuff for you or, um, I don't know, just, yeah, make it easy for you.
1: But that's one of the things that I learned in COVID is that I was going out to eat too much. I realized that like when COVID started, I'm like, I don't even enjoy it. Why was I spending all that money doing that? It's like, (laughs) I would much rather, even, even if it's just take out and eat it at my house, I
0: enjoy that more than eating it wherever. Right. You don't got to wait for it. You can chill. You can plug your phone. You got TV. You can scratch your balls. (laughs) My own beer,
1: my own wine, whatever the hell I want. Listen to whatever I want to do.
0: Yep. Um, so, I know we kind of talked about this in, before the podcast, not not to pivot away, but, okay, I feel like I, maybe this only happens to me, and this might, I, I think it might, really might, but whenever, and I think this only happens when you're, like, texting with girls, for the most part, but, like, I'll text, uh, like, I, for instance, I text my sister, happy Easter, exclamation point, she texts me back, you know, happy Easter, luxury, and I was like, is that weird that they say that? And then I I have a couple other friends that I call my sisters, and I'll I'll text them something similar like oh hey how's it going like oh it's going well luxury blah 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 I'm like what why it's not a group text why are we using like my name I don't know. I feel like it's super formal or maybe uh, I don't know like like it's like they're trying to remind me that I have a name I don't know <laughs> it's so awkward so awkward to get it.
1: Like does, like does that happen? To that I, you even, guys? even when I talk to people every day, so I talk to my boss every day. But then, like one day, like if I'm working from home, he'll be like, "Good morning, Daniel," instead of just "Good morning." <laughs> and I'm like, "Fuck, what am I in trouble?" I'm like, "What? What is going? Like, why is yeah. it this way today? And every other
0: day, it's good morning.
1: Yeah, or I don't a GM. Like, like now it's good morning, Daniel. Like, what the fuck did I do wrong?
0: Yeah. Wait. So, is your boss like just hitting you up with like a good morning text every day? <laughs> well, this, we, like-
1: <laughs> we have an online chat. Uh, we chat with people all over the the country, right? Uh-huh. And so we're all on basically AOL Instant Messenger, basically, gotcha. with everybody all across the nation. So everybody's kind of talking to everybody, kind of just see what's going on. So, like in general, in the morning, everyone will send like good morning type. Uh, chats just so if you have to hit them up at some point during the day they'll be ready to go you know what i mean or yeah. it, you know it's not like you're just pinging them for something that you need right That you just keep the conversation going
0: yeah okay i got you but uh,
2: i think it might be like a personal ball thing kind of
0: like that's like
2: one of the uh i don't know what how to say like a tip to make somebody feel like you're more um, uh, like social with them or whatever, you know, like yeah. that you care about them more, is saying their name as opposed to keeping it general, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I think it is kind of odd, especially if you know somebody really well or something. I don't know. I've never that's said what, his
0: name. That's <laughs> what I find like weird. Like it would be different <laughs> if it was like a girl who I was like, going on a date with, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But no, it's like it's like literally my family, you know, or somebody who like I I know I'm going to see every single day. I don't know, um, kind of weird. It's it's
1: weird in text format, but it's not as weird in person necessarily. Yeah. Like let's if I see like a friend that I haven't seen in a while, I'm like Sherry, what up? You know what I mean? But yeah. Like you know, like you just kind of something like that. But it's super weird. Like I would never say like Sherry in a text. It'd be like what is yeah. It, John? like like, uh i don't know it just comes off different it hits different in uh in text formation in text you know yeah but here's another one like when i'm in her so like i just met some chick in the apartment today her name's tabitha so i'm like okay um i gotta really try to remember it because i see this girl all the time so i'm like hey like i see you all the time what's up or whatever um like today we were i was just like we were walking the same route and it felt so awkward because i was like six feet behind her it felt like i was freaking following her so i just you know was like try to cut the awkwardness out of it mm-hmm. so one thing that a homeless guy taught me for one is that <laughs> to, to remember somebody's name like i would forget this name for sure he's like you gotta associate it with uh you gotta associate this with somebody else name that same name uh, like that, you know, right. Cause I was like, some homeless dude remembered my name, Daniel. And I was like, how the fuck do you remember that? Like, I don't remember your name, bud. Uh, and he's like, I just had a problem in jail with this guy named Daniel. <laughs> I was like, he's like, that's how I remembered you. I was like, wow. fair enough.
0: Fair enough. Uh, that's a good idea. I'm going to give that a shot.
1: But, like, I'll probably say, hey, what's up, Tabitha, the next time I see her. But here's the thing is I know she's not going to remember my name. So I'm going to be like, hey, what's up, Tabitha? Th- my name's Daniel. Just, like, I'll proactively tell her so she doesn't feel weird forgetting my name. Because it is so awkward, like, if the other way. If somebody yeah. says, like, what up, Daniel? And I'm like, fuck, I have no idea your name. What up, dude? Yeah, like, I, I, I feel like an more.
0: a-hole, dude. <laughs> that happens to me all the time. You hate it, but I mean, I don't like because I'm terrible with names. I don't fault anybody else for forgetting mine. It's all right. Right, right.
2: So how'd you get how'd you talk to this homeless guy?
0: Oh,
1: dude, I don't even know. So there was this homeless dude going through the trash can when I was coming back home one night. And so I just had a like frozen like a pizza in the fridge, you know? I think I don't know if I was going the next day. And I was like, you know, I warmed it up and brought it down to him and uh just gave it to him and just kind of started talking to this dude. Um and then the next day I saw him at a different place. He was like, What up, Daniel? I'm like, How the <laughs> fuck do you even remember my name, dude? Like, That's I don't crazy. even remember yours. And he's like, Well, I had a problem. Like like I said. <laughs> So I try that that name trick now, and it how's, how's it, it kind of works because this dude's name's Terry. I remember his name now. So I was like, Terry, Terry Gast. We went to high school with that kid, right? Terry Gast. Wait, hold on. So I had to associate this homeless dude's name Terry with Terry Gast.
0: Dude, I knew a Terry Gast in college, but I didn't know uh, I didn't know him in high school. Well wow. Got yeah. you. Was he like a skinny kind of nerdy guy? No, uh, he was a short black dude, running back. Okay. Really good, really good running back, actually. Gotcha. Anyways, besides besides the topic. Do um, you guys
2: think uh, every time you meet a homeless person that they're Jesus?
0: Sometimes. <laughs> I, think <laughs> like, like you, I think I know where you're going with this. Like, You know how... Like you probably heard it in church sometimes, where you're like, you know, you never know who you might meet. They could be Jesus, and you're not knowing, and you might mistreat him and um, there goes your name off the list.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I think about that a lot of times. Uh, I don't think about it sp- specifically, but you never know. It could be. It's it's kind of like um, undercover boss, but Jesus, uh, <laughs> <laughs> undercover Jesus. Uh, I think about that a lot, actually. <laughs> what, what makes talk- you think of that what brings that to you court
2: i don't know if i talked about it but when i was in oklahoma city for a tdy uh i walked past a homeless guy under a bridge and like i think he i didn't really see him at first so i like i was right past him and i was going <laughs> somewhere so i was like oh i should have stopped ah uh, it's okay oh fuck i should you know it's like i just went back and then i eventually got to the coffee shop but then i went back because i was like well first of all I should I don't know talk to him or something. You know, I never know what to do with with that. But then I'm also
1: like, What if it's Jesus like,
0: Yeah, I'm going to help us <laughs> <laughs> you your one chance like to this. meet Jesus and you did. Yeah.
1: But if you give a dollar to every homeless person you see, you would be absolutely broke. So <laughs> I wouldn't feel too bad about it.
2: Yeah. Sure. I mean, I at least like this time I at least um I'm not good about this every time, but I talked to him and like I found, like, a couple of homeless shelters and stuff and talked to him about it. And he's like, yeah, I know about those places. I don't really like them. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> guess that's it. You know, uh, I think I might have brought him a drink and gave him some money. But, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah it's, it's interesting because you kind of got to be selective with your homeless uh, help because right? some of the guys, like, by me, I was laughing because they came in and they robbed the CVS for beer. And so they like they all came in and just started yelling crazy stuff and then walked out and I was like oh that's kind of funny and I asked the clerk because I was checking out I'm like all right well sounds like you got some work to do like I'll let you go he's like no we don't even worry about it man he's like we we get robbed so much he's like I don't get paid enough and we we don't even fight it but the yeah. and then the I'm like but that's bad because the guys know that they won't even call the cops on them. So they just walk in, grab a case of beer and walk out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's tough. Like both ways, because yeah, it's like, you don't want your employees to like fight the fucking person or, I mean, (laughs) I guess you should call the cop or something. I don't know. But, and then it's, yeah, it's always like, if you pay people enough, they're doing good work. I mean, not like in this case too, I guess, but in general, if you pay people enough, they're doing good work for you. And in those moments where like, I don't know, they, uh, Like, I don't know, maybe you could save the business uh, some money by, like, doing a little bit better work or, like, staying a little bit later.
1: If you're paid well enough, you do that. If you're not, you're like, fuck it, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the guy was like, what do you want me to do? Tackle that guy? No way. He's crazy. (laughs) Touche.
2: Touche. I remember working at Staples and they were like, yeah, if you get, like, robbed or, like, whatever, just give them money and, you know, just cooperate. It's fine. But also you are (laughs) fired if you do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <Really>. <laughs> well think about it like do you want to get you do you want to go out trying to say oh i i stopped this guy from stealing a lexmark printer right Girl, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to die for that no <laughs> <laughs> it's just a business dude they're not they're paying me eleven dollars an hour right. i'm gonna die for i'm gonna die for literally five minutes what's oh uh, let see eleven dollars an hour five minutes one like that's less than a fucking dollar I died for less than a dollar. Get right. out of here. No. Yeah, and uh
2: Yeah, exact and then I was even making like minimum wage. And isn't it funny when you like get your first job? I don't know how you guys did, but I was they were like, Hey, how about you want seven twenty five or whatever? And I'm like, Hell yeah. You know and <laughs> I, I find out like four months later everybody else is getting paid like nine dollars and eleven dollars, you know, and I'm like, What the fuck? Yeah.
1: It's <clears throat> a know, good like, lesson.
0: Yeah, oh. it is. I, I learned that too from uh when i worked at apple as well uh the the manager she was like ah well we can only pay you eleven dollars an hour and she like looks at me kind of funny <laughs> she gives you that, that look the side eye look <laughs> <laughs> and and was in my head i was like fuck dude like i i made you know like two it was like 230 or something an hour like two dollars and 30 cents because you made tips so i was just like yeah sounds good <laughs> but then i then i ended up getting like a 50 percent raise like so at some time which isn't that crazy because it was like i grew up just, what 16 bucks an hour so it wasn't anything crazy but still
2: you make uh tips at apple
0: no this is like the job i had before
1: oh okay was that uh valet
0: yeah the valet job would you get and good tips working valet uh, you got decent ones. Like every now and then, people throw you uh, like a like a five or a ten spot. One time, I got tipped a hundred bucks, and I I don't know why. Like I was being nice and everything, but like is is this gay couple? So I don't know if they were like like fuck with me or they're like <laughs> they had money to they had money to blow or what. But who knows? Like or maybe maybe that dude was trying to he was trying to get you know his shit rocked. <laughs> so he said he was throwing. People he was throwing out big bucks you know trying to look like a big baller i guess but they're (laughs) like he gave me a 100 bucks and every time they came out i was on it i'd get their car and set it up straight for them and they're they're really uh really good the whole time so (laughs) shit i definitely did like it was so shady because people uh everybody who worked there like they're you know at first you know you say okay because you'd you would gather your tips like every like two hours and you would split them. So people would like, okay, like I made 30 bucks this last two hours. Cool. And then you'd put it in the pot and then everybody would split it across everybody. And people guess how, how long that lasted about fucking a month, maybe. And by like, once you're a seasoned vet, you figured if, if I'm bringing in, let's say I make 50 bucks an hour, I'm claiming I only made twenty bucks. Throw out the pot. I'm pocketing Right, right, dude. There's no fucking way I'm sharing this shit. (laughs) No way. That's what I giggle.
1: There's a place that runs a racket. They're a great uh, car wash by my house, but they say they share the tips. But I always giggle because you can see the guys, you know, throw it in their pocket or in their back pocket, you know, stuff like yeah, that. Sometimes, yeah, you
0: was like, hey, you're, <laughs> yeah. you know, and
1: the other time the lady, you know, walks it over to the glass box and puts
0: it in there for everyone to see. Yeah. So I think I I think I used my, uh, I think it was my right pocket was my pocketing money. The rest of the left pocket was for, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was for the money I'm saying I'm making. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you uh, know, is-
2: I always, I always wonder like, when people that's what i was gonna say before was people when people like like you know rob a convenience store or something like that like take the cash you're always like oh these guys definitely get caught but i think they get away with it like all the fucking time don't they and um uh, that reminds me of like when like there's i've heard a lot about like scams recently of like um like a wife or a husband getting an email like from the fake irs saying like oh you owe money log in now and like do whatever and then like people have lost like hundreds of thousands of dollars and they can't get it back because they can't trace it you know it's like you always you always hear about these people getting like stolen or like people stealing money or scamming and you're like uh oh, you know, they get caught in the end, but I think a lot of times they don't. You know, isn't that
0: They very very rarely do, from what I understand.
2: Yeah, like, jeez, man, that's kind of fucked.
1: Sucks. How much cash is in those places nowadays? Like, I would assume everybody's using debit and credit cards, but I guess that's not the case.
2: That is a good point, especially, like, you know, in, like, uh, 10, 20 years or something like that. Like, it's just going to keep going, like... Our generation. I mean, I never. I can't remember the last time I paid for something in cash. You know.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm always using plastic. But I also. I've talked about it before. I like to. I like to pretty much pay for everything with credit card. But um, there's small stuff like I keep cash in my wallet just in case. Um, but like sometimes if I'm like in a hurry, that's when I pay cash. But it, I'll still see people, and I it, it's kind of fucked up on my part because I'll judge them like, oh, this person's pulling out cash. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know but like they'll pull out you know like 100 bucks and they'll pay for the groceries for 100 bucks i'm like damn i think uh glow one of those people who pays pretty much everything with cash but
2: yeah i always hear the thing that i think everybody's heard of where it's like if you want to control your spending you pay with cash so you see how much you're spending for everything you know
0: yeah
2: as opposed to it's always a credit card swipe for everything
0: yeah, if you're not, if you're not responsible, you're definitely, uh, I think you're definitely susceptible to that, but I don't know, I, I, for me, I'm just a greedy son of a bitch sometimes, I just, I, from such a little age, from, like, my allowance was so little that I, I'd, would have to save up for, like, a fucking year and a half to get, <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm over here complaining because I allowance, there's people who didn't get a fucking allowance, you know, um, but. Yeah, I, I think I've always, like, even though I'm, like, not super money conscious, I'm always, I have a number in the back of my head. I'm like, oh, man, I think I think I'm about, I about spent about this much. I probably shouldn't spend any more on this stuff this year, uh, this month or whatever.
1: But good things always happen to me when I penny pinch, where I'm like, yeah. hey, I'm going to stick to this number, and it's lower than I should. I'll be like, hey, because I'll, I'll do it. I'll be like, hey, I'm going to force myself to be poor for a month or two months or yeah, something. Yeah, that's a good idea. And then, I'll, and then I'll just notice, and I'll do the cash thing too, like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm going to try to survive on this amount of cash for this many days. And then I'll notice like, oh, I'll walk into free drinks or this or that. It's like, I feel like the universe rewards me whenever I do that.
0: <laughs> well, uh, one of the sayings I you know, Adam Wiese, he he told me that somebody once told him was, if you live like you have nothing, you'll always have something. And I I really do live by that. Or I I believe, and I don't necessarily live by that, but I, I truly believe that.
2: Yeah, it's uh I heard delayed gratification and fuck what was the other thing? Those are like that's one of the two um like if you if you live by that you'll be like successful in life basically is what they found oh it was like the marshmallow test or something where they gave they were like uh they gave the kids like one marshmallow and they're like they're like if you wait five minutes we'll give you two marshmallows and like most of the kids ate the first one but then the rest of them uh waited and got two and then they followed the kids it sounds creepy but they, uh, they tracked the kids or whatever. I don't know how to say. It. They checked back in with them later in life. <laughs> and they it turns out the ones who were like waited, like had the delayed gratification, they became more successful, I guess. Hmm. I don't know how they quantified that, but yeah. So um, fuck, I gotta remember what the other one was. I'll, I'll try to find it. <clears throat>
1: I saw a bumper sticker that reminded me of what that Adam Weezy quote was, which I wrote it down. I wrote really, Adam Weezy's quote down because I think that's inside. Well, I can't remember what this one was because it was one of those corny bumper stickers. It was something like I came here with nothing and I still have half of it, or like, or like I can't remember exactly what it was, but I was giggling at it. Like <laughs> they tried to take they tried to rob me. They tried to take half of it, or I'm still up, or something
0: like that. <laughs> um they tried to rob me they didn't know i had nothing or like right
2: <laughs> the other one
0: was willpower
2: that was the two things they yeah i think it was for the power of habit that book that's mm-hmm. like the two two things they recommend is like uh essential to a successful life
0: yeah um i have a, another shift in topic and this is a little bit of old uh i, I should say when it comes like the the news cycle is a little bit old i want to say i had this happened like uh maybe like three weeks ago so a lot of people this this kind of goes towards the catching jets thing um or podcast but across the military there's been a lot of uh, like kind of regulation changes as far as dress and appearance like for instance um women are now allowed to wear like i think i don't know about if the other branches, by the Air Force and the Army, you're now allowed to wear like pigtails, or you can have your hair in a ponytail, it doesn't have to be a bun. Um nowadays. They're also they've also um added things like the maternity flight suit. There's already a maternity um you know a normal uniform as well, but they didn't have one like a for a utility uniform. And so this happens and Tucker Carlson, one of the Fox News hosts, he gets on TV and he said he says essentially um, the America's military is becoming soft because we're too worried about, you know, making women included and uh, um, worried about having like these maternity outfits um, instead of fighting wars or something like that. And the backlash he received was swift. And I'd say just um, what do you guys think about that? And most mostly because this this is coming this is also coming from a guy who um, has never been in the military at all, so he has no clue what he's talking about, um, or he's never had to serve "quote unquote" with women. Um, what do you what do you guys make of this comment here?
2: First of all, I would say fuck him. <laughs> I mean, I guess part of it is like, first of all, who who the fuck wrote that? You know, who thought that was a good idea? You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, this this happens on both sides of the aisle, you know, um, or both like networks or whatever. It's like who thinks these like sh- this shit's a good idea? But um, yeah, I guess he was just reading it, maybe. You know, I guess would be my devil's advocate of that. But yeah, I think that's fucking. I, I think they realized they probably went the wrong direction, but they're probably gonna. Uh, What's it called? Die and fall on the sword for this or whatever?
0: Yeah, I think he had a uh, he had a retort that was is because like, a, bu- a bunch of like the generals and their um, senior enlisted members, they're saying basically calling them out for it. And he said something. I, I don't remember what he said. It wasn't a very good comeback, but <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyways, it just. Uh, you have any, what do you think about that uh, profane? More so since you're a, you're a civilian, I guess I'm kind of a civilian too now. But um, what, do you, what are your thoughts on it, if any, or if you? Well, have- it's
1: ridiculous to think that the uniform is going to make uh, you know the, any military harder or weaker or stronger, whatever the whatever the right, I guess uh, you know, adjectives are. So, I mean, it's just a ridiculous point. I mean, the guy's obviously super right wing. He's just trying to tout his right wing stuff. So it's just like he's coming up with anything to discredit the current administration. And so it's just like silly. And I honestly feel bad for people who can't who like take that take that serious. And like, I don't know if I hear somebody like my parents start saying like, yeah, our military is getting weaker. Like that's what really like kind of makes me sad. It's like you yeah. can't see through this. I mean, how <laughs> ridiculous! How ridiculous is this point? You know. Yeah. That being said, I don't know the extent of it, but like, isn't that a good thing? Like, did you say that females in the military can wear ponytails? Like, the girls can look a little sexier. Give a little more motive, <laughs> Give a little more motivation to the troops. It sounds like completely legitimate. Uh, I'd be I, I'd be cheering for this. Like, I want uniform reform. <laughs> And I want it to go even more risqué. Oh. Like, wait, wait, can wait, we wait, get wait. skirts? Can we get tennis skirts and tank tops? Like, oh. I mean, that's what I'm thinking, but that, That's why they call me profane and I'm probably not probably not a good take, but uh
0: <laughs> What well, is funny hey, because
1: hey, uh, I, at least I gave Port one good piece of advice. Everything else is garbage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, I, I'll tell you this. Um, I, so the I haven't I've seen a few people walk around with ponytails, but like I didn't really think anything of it. Um, but I had talked to a few people who have said they're like one person in particular. I won't throw their, their name out there, but they were like, um, it, it's, it's kind of the phenomena when the movies where the quote unquote ugly girl takes her glasses off and now everybody realizes, Oh my God, she's a smoke (laughs) show. Uh, That's essentially what they were saying. Um, They, they recognize like, as soon as they saw um, some of the females wearing their hair down, you're like, Holy shit, where did you become hot? (laughs) Right. I'm all for that. uh, Yeah, no, I think it, there's there's some good physical benefits for the women, and then uh, for some people, if they want to work around, you know, um, good looking people. Now, obviously, that's like it, that's a side effect, but there's I think there's a lot of physical benefits. Um, I can't speak to them because I have no hair. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, right.
1: And I'm sure, like, if you're pregnant and like have a big ass belly, that it is probably like. Somewhat reasonable to have some type of thing that accommodates your body shape in that yeah, time. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> and
0: I think people were complaining like, oh, they got babies out here flying fucking <laughs> <laughs> Well,
1: that's what was jarring at first when you said that. It's like, who the hell is nine months pregnant flying loops around? Right. You know? <laughs>
0: There's there's no fucking pregnant moms who are flying combat sorties. Yeah, dropping <laughs> bombs doing dropping bombs. you know three sixties yeah. in the air and
1: <laughs> Yeah. Not, <laughs> not happening.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. There's um yeah, I think people are just kinda out of the loop and I think you in your description, I think you hit the nail on the head for fame there. Um The last thing well uh, this is not the end of the podcast, clearly, but I do
1: think- want to. I do want to say uh, I was downtown Houston the other day, and I heard a big ass boom, and it was so jarring, and it started shake. It shook everything mm-hmm. that like the dude next to me rolled his car window down and he goes, "Did you fucking hear that? It sounded like he's like that's fucking scary. It sounds like." plane just hit us like we need to get the fuck out of here and (laughs) we both sped off and we're like wigging out and then i found out that i guess it was some type of fighter jet uh flying over downtown houston practicing for a flyover for the opening day of the astros Uh and i don't know i mean i know nothing about this so i like i guess he just flew stealth flew downtown and then hit his boosters on and, and rocked rock downtown and wigged everybody out. Like uh, I drove down the street and these people were just freaking out. Like they were sitting having coffee and they were just like looking up into the buildings, like trying to see what the hell happened. <laughs> and I guess he was just doing a you know a dry run uh, for his flyover. I think it's tomorrow or something like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, <laughs> I, like I mean, description. that was pretty good.
1: <laughs> can can you guys? Do you guys get to do that? Where you'd be like, hey, I'm going to fly low over these people to scare the fuck out of them.
2: Uh, No, but we've done it
1: before. Where <laughs> <we're>... <laughs> for the record, no,
2: but hypothetically, yes.
1: Gotcha. Um, I feel like that would be so much fun.
2: Yeah, no, I never really did anything like that. But, I mean, people could get a little bit closer, especially for like air shows and stuff. There might be some uh, rule bending, but that's about it.
1: Right, right. I'm sure this guy was allowed to do everything that he was. We just didn't know what the hell was going on. Uh,
2: I don't think he was allowed to do that, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> but I was it's just to, like uh, stealing uh, from a uh, fucking convenience store. Nobody's going to know. So. <laughs> right,
3: right,
0: right. <laughs> well, I was talking to some of the guys at my new unit, and they were saying – like all the time, they get reported for sonic booms, and they're like, "We're not even fucking going nearly fast enough." It's just like a loud jet noise. It flies over and people like it surprises people because it's not like a quite a boom. Because a boom, it sounds like a fucking crack, and I don't know. It could have been a boom though. So who knows? Something it have well, boomed
1: you? Right, right. I mean, you're <laughs> right. It was probably some type of you know flyover that was just normal. We, I didn't hear the approach or something. Yeah, which is hysterical.
0: Yeah, they will do they'll sneak up on you. Um, yeah, that's funny. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: but I catch you off? No, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, okay, I don't know about this or how how you guys if you've ever experienced this, but mo- mostly like if I go to somebody's house who's uh, I wouldn't say religious, but like they're fairly religious. Um, have you ever been flexed on where you show up to like their house and like they're hosting you for dinner and they're like, hey, you're our guest. Why don't why don't you uh say the blessing or why don't you say grace for us <laughs> on the spot, no prep. Does that ever happen to you guys? Yeah, that happened to me.
2: That happened to me this last Thanksgiving.
0: Does that does that is that a flex or what? I think it is.
2: Well, I guess in my case it was like everybody was kind of like oh should i do it or should you do it or whatever oh okay let's let port do it it's like uh okay <laughs> and then it's like yeah well so are you saying they're flexing like they're like trying to you know put you on the spot basically yeah
0: uh,
2: yeah probably
0: i think i think it is it's like it's a way to like big dog you like Test. Let's test
1: this motherfucker out. See
0: how. how how, quick on his feet he is. is. (laughs) Yeah, he's about to praise the Lord up in this bitch. Yeah, (laughs) he's not ready.
2: (laughs) How grateful he really is, you
0: know. Yeah, (laughs) and then like I'm always like when when I get stuck in those because I'm a talker and I start like thinking I'm like man. I start going down like I try like trying not to go down a rabbit hole uh, because I'll get down one. I'll just start talking off the wall, I'm like, hey, <laughs> what what, would be, what I need to do is next time somebody try to flex something like that, just give them like a good five minute long uh, prayer, like, and then I bet you don't ever ask me to say. My <laughs> uh, yeah, start
1: praying for the refugees in Syria and just going down the long list of world problems yeah. or politicians. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All two hundred and twelve countries in the in the world. So right. uh, no, I'm a I'm a quick prayer guy, so I, I, I could do one of I could do a long one, but man,
1: it's uh, <laughs> It would be funny to do one, like have one prepared that's like you start praying to like Allah or a Native American oh, yeah. God. Or oh, like you yeah. do I'm trying to think of something like really like kinda where it gets catches these people off guard.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, that would be hilarious. Cause now we're gonna get. In, I, I, I say we don't. You don't talk about religion, politics, or money. Um, but this is the lap of luxury, so we do what we want. Uh, the yeah, in at least in religion as people a lot of times people think about Muslims and versus Christians versus Jews um, A lot of people don't realize and somebody's gonna try to fire me up for this but I, it's true I'm telling you um, But Muslims Jews and Christians all believe in the same God um, Inherently uh, when you look at the books that they all believe in that so whether you say um, God Yahweh Allah, whatever, it's all, the, they're all talking about the same person, so that would be funny if you, uh, <laughs> they, it's like a, a Christian household, and then you can right, walk right. in, and just like, uh, um, Allah, uh, you know, insala. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Akbar, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 like, they don't realize this shit means, you know, like, praise be to God, you know, they're just saying it in, you know, Arabic, and <laughs> it's just, it's like and actually like, that
1: would be maybe the flex you do it in hebrew oh they
0: might they might flip like whoa <laughs>
1: right yeah. i think if you did it in latin that
2: would really get them oh <laughs> they'd feel jealous on that you know like
0: maybe yeah
2: that's the flex back you know
0: you do it in, or you do it in greek or something i mean if you if you're catholic i think you do it in latin and they would be like oh you might just just floor them that's the uh that's the thing about the tucker Carlson thing it's like what, uh, what the fuck
2: are we doing? We're like putting <laughs> each other against each other and we're all like the same people. You know what I mean? I mean, I think we talked about last podcast. Like, we should, we, nobody should be a Democrat Democrat or Republican. Like, you should just believe what you believe and then, I guess, try to find the person closest to that. You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't build these walls, yeah. you know, like, figuratively,
0: you know? Right. Well, do, you th- do you think, now, here's a, here, I, I guess we're kind of, politics mode but do you think if let's say you get rid of a political party like the naming of a political party you can still have a political party do you think people would be more likely to cross between the two like let's say you have a i'm just going to pick two people let's say you have the rock dwayne the rock johnson runs for president and then on the other side his opponent is you know kathy lee gifford and I don't
1: know don't, who that lady is, but I would think that you would have people switch in s- sides
0: more frequently. That's my I think, opinion. I think so. Or do you, do you think – so I think that, but also do you think it would, you, people would just start identifying as like, oh, <clears throat> I said I said be different. We can pick – well, I'll just say Madonna right now. Um, everybody knows who Madonna is. You have The Rock versus Madonna – for president, for local school board, whatever group you're, whatever election you're talking about. Um, Do you think people would like, sure, you'd probably have people crossing sides and just going for whatever person most represents them. But do you think they would be eager to, they'd be so eager to be part of a group that they'd be like, oh, well, instead of saying I'm a Democrat or I'm a Republican, like, oh, well I voted for the rock or, oh, I voted for Madonna. And like like me as a person who votes for Madonna who voted for Madonna, I believe this, you know. Do you think they would, it would people would find a way to separate themselves from others?
2: You mean like would it bring us closer together essentially?
0: Uh no, so like I I I don't think it would I'm asking like not necessarily do you think it would bring us together, or do you think people would find a way to oh. separate themselves? Or make find Uh, find differences, you know.
2: Yeah, I guess that is a good point. Like, I think they would probably try to find. uh, I don't know. I don't know what human nature would is, but like right now at least, it's like if it's like fucking when we were kids, and like you're like a PlayStation fanboy or a fucking Xbox, and it's like it's like who the fuck cares now? You know what I mean? It's like why do people? If you're a Democrat, you know, if you're like hardcore in the trenches you're like anything the Republicans do, you hate, you know, you don't even think about it. Right. right. And if you're a, and the opposite's true too. You know what I mean? So it's like, yep. we, d- we need to think more, but I don't know. That is a good question. I don't know what the human nature would be. Wow. I would think it would be open-minded because I think the Fox and CNN may, like if you're leaning one way and then you start watching that every day, you know, uh, for like six hours a day or something every day, then that's going to make you indoctrinated and you don't see right. the other
0: side, you know? Yeah, I think stopping stopping the people who like like you just said stopping the indoctrination, and then also um, stopping any kind of um, I guess group think if you will. That's like you've seen the experiment or heard the experience where they give you know they tell hey you got a classroom of twenty kids, um, five of you are gonna wear green shirts, five of you are gonna wear blue shirts, five of you are gonna wear red shirts, and five of you are gonna wear yellow shirts. Um, and eventually they start like forming clicks and like, Hey, we're not going to like all those people who are red shirt kids, um, they don't get along with the blue shirt kids and yellow shirt kids, um, are stinky or, or whatever it is, you know, and just finding like finding ways of commonality. Like it could transcend race, but a lot of times we make ourselves join up with these groups, um because i for i don't know i think just because we're social animals and i'm just <clears throat> and i'm just wondering if it's human nature to um try to group yourself up with that you know and i think one of the th- other things too is i groups can be good you know but the problem is when your group becomes so exclusive that it becomes us versus them that's the issue like we should all be in like we're all in one group and that's the human group right um and then that's and that's how you get you know people who are get mad at feminism or i don't know what the option masculinism what, what's what's masculinism what's the opposite of feminism yeah i think that's right Masculine. meninist meninist masculinity Mascul- something like that but like you have people who are like people who get pissed off and like Okay, yeah, sure. There's differences. Like, look, I got, you know, I have a penis. You have a vagina. Got it. <laughs> but like, like, what what are we really mad about? You know, like, why 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 does it have to be? Like, we should all have. Like, and why does it have to be masculinism or whatever? Why can't we just be like, yeah, you, you know, I I don't know. I feel like we try to make these gangs, um, essentially, for just yeah, to I mean, separate ourselves. I don't know why, and I don't know why we do that.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I think it's an interesting thought. I never thought about it, but you're right. Like if you know the Rock ran hardcore people who identified uh, alongside the Rock would be s- super on board with them, and then kind of try to isolate everybody else. I was recently thinking about it like sports teams. It's like it's fascinating because because like for instance, I have some Republican friends who you know uh, Trump could do no wrong, right? And some Democratic friends who literally anything that the Democratic Party says, they're like on board for. And it's like, well, you know, maybe not everything that either side is on board for. I was starting to think about it in sports, you know, it's interesting, we're from Indiana, so half the people are IU and the other half are Purdue. And there's so much hatred and rivalry, You like despise the fans from the other thing. But then it's interesting because it's like, if you go to a Colts game, you've got both of those people in the same thing on the same side now, right? Cheering yes. against somebody yeah. else, potentially. And then so it's weird where these like sectors are not like it's kind of like a Venn diagram or they overlap and you get these things that people kind of like you said, maybe it's because we're social beings that we weirdly divide ourselves into things based on weird things that we identify or want to be a part of. I Super agree with crazy. <laughs>
0: I think I, I what you just said, the treating of the sports teams, um, that's exactly how I, I equate political parties and. Oh, presidents. it's a,
1: It's I think so too. It's, it, it's
0: just, just like when your team, like you, you get a team that is doing terrible, and you're still ride or die for them. Uh, <laughs> like it, it, it happens all the time. Like I, I, was laughing. I was, uh, I was on a work trip. During the election, which I was thankfully I was on, I was I was so glad I was on the workshop so I could just be away from other people. But then the guys, um, you know, election Tuesday came up and the guys started talking about the results and stuff. And I was just and they were like watching it on their phone. They're like, oh, you know, Georgia's up, you know, five points, or oh no, you know, South Carolina is going down, or uh Wisconsin just turned, you know, red or blue or whatever the fuck. And I was like, what are you guys doing? Like you're watching this literally like it's a sports game. <laughs> like they're like, oh, they're like you can hear them cheering, oh, we're up five points in this thing. It's like, dude, like do you guys don't care about this? It's it's literally. Where you're picking? Oh, I'm a, I decided to like this sports team, and it just happens to be a political party. Right, uh, right. And that's and that's really the only thing. And so when you ask, and you're like, hey, if if you ask like anybody who knows football, um, you say, hey, are you more of a, are you a fan of the option? Or are you a fan of the spread? And then you can get you could get anybody. Like you say, I can get an IU person. Um, who's a fan of the option and I can get a Purdue person who's a fan of the option or I can get a uh, I'm trying to think of another rivalry I can get, you know, a uh, I'm trying to think of who's boot I can get a um, a Detroit um, Pistons fan who is a fr- uh, fan of triangle defense and I can get a Pacers fan who's whatever and right. they can have that in common but because they're there are two teams, whether it's IU and Purdue, are on opposite sides. They can't find the, uh, the commonality between like, hey, you guys can probably talk. I'm like, hey, you guys both like the spread. You could talk about this entire game of football instead of just worrying about, well, you're on the other side. So you we must not have anything in common. You guys are idiots. I'm like, well, actually, we both like the spread offense. So right. uh, let's how will we talk about the game of football that we're both playing and figure out how what we can find is in common. So I look at that same thing as politics, whether you want whether you want to say, oh, gun control is your issue or, um, you know, social um, social programs is your issue or whatever it is. You can find commonality across the aisle. I'm sure of it. Um, It's just a matter of not being locked into your team or that team mentality.
1: And and that's what I giggle about is I bet you could take someone who identifies on the other side of the political spectrum. And I bet we could go down at an individual level and maybe not. But I think I really think I, I've tried this a lot with some of my friends and we always find commonality on on almost every single issue. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you can find I mean, like there I don't I sometimes don't think that the two sides are that far apart. But they obviously make it so divisive,
0: yeah,
2: yeah, it's like I mean it's it, I mean it's like we luxury like and i we we've talked about um you know like enemies of the United States, like the citizens, well, the people who are in the military in that country and us, like if we just met each other, we wouldn't hate each other, you know what I mean right, yeah, but right. our countries <laughs> yeah, hate each other, and it's just yeah. like like. If I'm a Democrat and somebody else is a Republican, we could talk things out, you know, if we're both reasonable. But it's like the fucking politicians or whoever else, the people in charge are just like trying to figure out their own interests and they're like leading the divisiveness or like making us polarized or radical, you know what I mean? And then like, and we're just following suit like a bunch of fucking monkeys, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, so jumping off the
1: cliff. Yeah, Did you, so you like, guys hear Barclay's quote recently? No it was something on this like on this exact thing which is interesting
2: yeah they're like uh, all the big corporations are starting to they're starting to recognize it to the point that they're coming out with it you know what i mean like uh some of the air force generals even like the past couple of years with the um uh what's it called the government shutting down and like all that shit they were they basically said in like nicer words like the politicians have to get their shit together so that we can have a budget that we like know, you know, we can work off of as opposed to like everything's unsure because nobody can agree on anything, you know what I mean?
3: Right. So uh, it's like
2: it's all getting to the point where people are who don't want to say anything are starting to have to say something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: We're all the same team here, guys. Like you know, here's one thing I was thinking about too. Like I just saw um somebody in NASA um uh, they, they tweeted a picture or, or they put an Instagram post about, like, one of their fellow astronauts who's going up to the International Space Station. All right, look, and they were launching them out of Kazakhstan. And I'm thinking in my head, like, OK, guys, we're literally putting people on top of a fucking rocket and launching them into space with Russia. All right. They're supposed to be like one of our adversaries, but we're launching – like we're trying to launch people into space together. Like we're putting them on the same fucking floating space station around the Earth. How are we that good of friends but we can't get along with other things? I don't understand this. It's like if
2: – I mean this is so easy to say, but if I was president, I think I would just like invite uh, Vladimir Putin to like drink. You know what I mean? and just yeah. talk things over and like i'm sure like it's got <laughs> just like we were talking about where there's like calmality it's like there's got to be something like it's it can't be like it's like uh when people are talking about like the the national debt like who do we owe who do we owe money to the fucking decepticons you know what I mean? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like who's really our enemy like we're not really each other's enemy we're just like trying to pursue different things but like that doesn't i mean i don't know you know There's certain things that certainly it's black and white, like we have to kind of oppose each other, hold each other accountable. But it's like if we're both competing. For the same stuff, maybe we could just both be chill about it. You know, I know it's oversimplifying, but
0: that would, that's a hell of an idea Like what you could do, because I'm sure the American people would not be on board if you guys all you guys decided to fly to Tahiti. Or, <laughs> or, hey, the you know, the American president, and the Russian president, are going to Tahiti to have a drinking party. They're not going to talk about politics. <laughs> like, I think I think it would be cool just to, like, meet them and, like, meet the other president and just like, hey, uh. We're not going to talk about politics. We're just going to like let's just bro out, you know. Like we'll talk about our family. We can bring our families, kids, you know, whatever and yeah, it'll be it'll be great. And just hang out. Um and so like whoever and like you could even if you're not doing it with Russia, you could say like do it with, you know, Canada and Mexico, Canada, Canada, Canada and Mexico or something. You know, just like hang out and, like bring a little bit of civility and if you have to like keep it say oh yeah they're having a, a specific meeting to talk really about you know this this new trade um acquisition or something or this new tr- this uh new trade deficit you can go like, okay but then when you get there i'm like hey uh we're just gonna pretend we talked about it and then let's just hang out and let's see what we have in common i think that would be kind of cool
2: yeah or like go do like go play golf or go bowl or something or like you know it's it always seems to be they're like or they're both at a stand across from each or next to each other kind of or like sitting next to each other and they like are pretending to talk or talking you know they never go and like hang out you know what i
3: mean (laughs) they go
2: chill you know like imagine secret services fucking (laughs) how up in arms they would get if like vladimir putin and biden (laughs) went to go to a bar at like midnight or something like that (laughs) <laughs> trying to get they They're, they're safe.
0: drunk. They don't know where they're trying yeah. to go. They're like, "Oh, well, let's go here," and they're like, they send like a whole security detail over to like. Putin you know, tricks him and
1: <laughs> takes him to the <laughs> gayest <laughs>
0: bar. And, yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh. oh, you son of a bitch, you got me. A, a, a
1: tranny to- bar or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's
3: probably what. He's
1: but doing. that happens a lot in business, right? Like having, uh, at least I see it where like you're, you know, have lunch. Uh, you know, hang out with the people that are kind of in the industry. So that way, if you get in a pinch, you can call up your friends, you know, that you're cool with and be like, hey, can you help me out with this without like bending me over or taking me out back? Like that way you're like kind of good with some people and you can help each other out. Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: So. Like, I'm, I'm sure that, I'm sure it get to a point where like, hey, can you help me out with this? And I'm like, ah, well, I can't do that. Um, but we, here's what, here's what we can do to get to this solution. And then they're like, okay, well, thanks. At least, you know, at least you can have, a, a um, some rapport. I can't think of words. I'm running, I'm quickly running out of vocabulary. Right. Right. Cause that's, so that's
1: what happens a lot in, in our industry is like, Hey, you know, I can't do that because of this. Right. So help me think of some other way we could dice this to get this done. Uh, that's not exactly that, but gets to the same result, right? Right. But yeah, man, I thought when I was growing up that we, and we are living in a very peaceful, I think we are, you guys may have a different view on it, it seems like we're living in a very peaceful world, you know what I mean? But I just feel like, I thought that it was gonna be so much more peaceful than it is when I was like in fifth grade, you know what I mean? I was just <laughs> thinking like, Oh, you know, people across the world, they realize by now that violence isn't like good or like doesn't really help or push forward a lot of things that we're trying to achieve. Um, and then it just feels like we're, the world has not gotten, has not, is not there yet. But then again, I used to think of like, man, the world did kind of like lock down during COVID, right? So maybe people do get it, you know, or so, are more prone to peacefulness now.
0: Yeah, I'll leave it at this. Like I, th- I thought for sure, um, and there, there was a good amount of cooperation for a few months. I'd say probably the first three months of the pandemic, um, or once it was declared a pandemic. So like what February, March um, of last year, where we kind of had we had a like unified enemy that was this virus. So like everybody was kind of on board. We we're like, okay, we're going to cooperate. We're share information. And then as soon as they kind of Everybody got their protocol. China's like, all right, we're cool. Um, y'all got to figure it out, <laughs> you know. And then, you know, America's like, well, we're we're perfect, we're good. And then all of a sudden, you get fucking start getting all these people, and people are like, you guys just you're sabotaging us. And then we start the fighting, and then now we're just back to basically normal.
1: Super interesting. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah.
0: Like I, I said, the only thing that's going to the, the two things that are, that will bring us all together, or it will be like an alien invasion, um, or like <laughs> I was it, of. it's either an alien invasion or like one country just like goes absolutely rogue and like some you know like some mad scientist like pulls out like these cave people uh, or mole rat people or something that come out <laughs> of come from underground and start trying to take over the world. That's the only way. Fucking like, people are—we're we're, ever going to get all on the same page? I think as a uh, as the world. Hell, even we were even close to it in World War II. At least you had to access an Axis and ally power, like they're kind of all on the same side, <laughs> right? But it was still like at least it was—it's was still two adversaries fighting each other. Uh, Lux, you started this off by talking about the International Space Station, I believe,
1: and. Yeah. Uh I about a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago, I spent last week um in South Padre Island where they have a SpaceX test facility uh-huh. and they're shooting rockets off like don't quote me, you guys probably know better than I every month, every couple weeks it seems like, like every week potentially. They're just testing rockets, testing rockets, testing rockets. Uh and it was fascinating to kind of learn what they're doing down there. Um, first off, like the FAA guy didn't show up, I think on Monday. So then like, I guess Elon was all pissed off because the guy, I think they had said like, Hey, we're going to launch, launch this rocket at, like 8am Monday morning. And They sent him to him at like Friday. They sent the FAA guy an email at like 2:30, Right. Well, the guy didn't check his email. So he checked it on like Monday morning at like 9am. It was like, sorry, dude, like, just got this. Uh, I'm in California. Like, I'll be there tomorrow. You know what (laughs) I mean? Uh, So the flight got uh, delayed. Another funny thing that I was giggling at is we met this dude from Germany who's super into SpaceX. So you can't fly from Germany direct to USA. So he had to fly from Germany to Colombia, hang out for two weeks, and then go Colombia to U.S., then he, I think he went to like New Orleans and then drove down. So it's just insane. Like there's like a, wow. a, a cult like following for all these people like trying to figure out what SpaceX is doing. And you can drive right up to their facility, like damn near right up to their rockets. Um, so they launch on Tuesday, but I was giggling. So we get out there 8am, they're launching it. And then we had some like YouTuber who's like kind of live streaming what they're doing. I guess he's like right next door to them uh and has got cameras and kind of knows what's going on and it was so damn foggy i couldn't see a building 50 yards in front of me damn so we could not see the rocket at all and i was just giggling this dude had came across the world you know isolated for 14 days and then they shot off the rocket. You couldn't fucking see a thing.
0: Oh, so they did shoot it off,
1: though? It did shoot it off. And we were about eight miles away, and we could hear that thing rumbling. It was yeah. impressive. Like That bitch crashed, didn't it? Yeah, it crashed it. <laughs> I mean, the guy was like, the guy who was YouTubing it was like, oh, my God, they blew it up in the air. We're like, oh, shit, what's going on? Like, is this going to fall on us? Like, <laughs> you can't talking, see anything because it's fucking, it's fucking fog. We're like, oh shit! Like by the time we see this, sh- you know, shrapnel come down, it's gonna be too late. What do we do? <laughs> but yeah, it was—it's yeah. pretty crazy what they're doing out there.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty jealous of you. Um, what was the thing? So you were almost gonna get on one of the flights. How is that gonna
1: work? Uh, what do you mean on the flights?
2: I thought there—you said something about like you could. I mean, it didn't make sense to me, but you could get on the rocket or something like that.
1: Oh, no, no, no. Uh, You can pretty much drive up to the rocket.
0: Uh, Like There's
1: a road that rolls on a day that they're not shooting it off. You can pretty much go like they barely even have a fence. (laughs) They they don't let you like walk onto the property and walk through and like walk up to the rocket or anything. But you can definitely get very freaking close by just driving up there
2: you can like sneak in and like unscrew one of the nuts or something like that. You you could, you could try it for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty epic, man.
1: And it's wild. It's wild what they're doing, all the technology that I learned. I just didn't know that any of this stuff was going on or what they were working on. Like, I guess they test everything there, and if it passes whatever, then it goes to Cape Canaveral or whatever out of Florida, and then they sh- they use it on the and it's just a test facility, so they're yeah. always shooting
0: off rockets down there. Shit's wild yeah,
1: yeah, that's, that's the,
0: that's do I give Elon credit or his credit to I'm really surprised that he was able to like literally make these fucking rockets and like shoot like he's he's got shit he's shooting up in the space right now like he he's got he's got NASA astronauts. Just riding on top of a fucking rocket into into <laughs> well, space. Well, I, fr-
1: I forget what they That's said the crazy. numbers was, but it used to cost like I think back in the day it might have been five hundred million to go to International Space Station or or to shoot a rocket off, and then maybe Russia got the technology down to like a hundred million. Well, he's got it down to like eighty million dollars. So they use SpaceX rockets to uh you know go up there. Yeah. Now. So, but I guess like he's saying, he's gonna. Their next thing is gonna try to get it down to, well, 50 million, and then they're gonna try to get it down to two million dollars.
0: Jesus. Uh,
1: because they're they're trying to land it. So I guess the last one, the one prior to the one that I watched, it did land. The rocket did land back down, but then eight minutes after it landed, it blew up.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, <shoot. laughs> that'd be right. Uh, you start unstrapping like
1: boom. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. But <laughs> like they're tough. not even I don't even know if they're using uh kerosene to shoot it up there, which is crazy. I think they're using like liquefied oxygen and methane. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly yeah. how they're yeah. making the fuel, but it's like kind of all renewable or like self sustaining or they're getting it on the
0: facility. Yeah. I don't know, it's crazy. Nowadays they shoot all or I think for a while now they've used uh, liquid oxygen and um, I can't remember what the other chemical is, but they mix that and that's what they use for fuel um, for the for the liquid fueled rockets, um, unless it's a solid fuel. And I think I want to say the I can't remember it was Falcon Nine or it might be Falcon Heavy. They said it's the second most powerful rocket in history, which I was like, that's impressive because i think they said um i think they said saturn V was the most powerful rocket which is that just blows my mind that like a civilian company it has the most powerful rocket in the world that's crazy and i, it, I, I guess
1: it's so powerful i mean we were not even close and we were miles away and we could hear it shaking the house yeah i mean it was Absolutely insane. I guess they're using like three of those engines, those Raptor engines. They're gonna start using nine. Oh my gosh. So they bought like a a oil rig offshore to shoot it off. But it's honestly impressive just because like it's close to the city. Like it's not close, but I'm like, again, if it blows up or something, like it's gonna fall on the city. (laughs) Like, I don't understand how you're just allowed to shoot this motherfucker off and try to land it. Like, what if you land it wrong? Like, I'm sure they got it all calculated up, but it just seems insane that what whatever they're doing down there is crazy.
0: Yeah. I think they're supposed to be making, like, I think NASA is making a new rocket that's, even, that's supposed to, I think the one that's going to go to Mars is even more powerful. It's either Mars or back to the moon, I can't remember, but it's going to be more powerful than Saturn Five. And it's all, that whole shit is just crazy to me. Um, I remember seeing the, where I was going with this, but, I remember when I was a kid, uh, I went to Cape Canaveral and I watched uh, one of the space shuttles launch, and that was pretty badass. Like just like you were saying, super loud. Um, like we were at um, we were at Cape Kennedy, or what, I guess it's Cape Kennedy, or whatever they like the the Kennedy Space Center. That's what it was called, Kennedy Space Center. We were all in, like in like their lawn, and Cape Canaveral was a fucking. It's a little ways away. And you could see that motherfucker take off, and then about a minute later, you would feel it just shaking. You're like, "Damn, dude, I can't believe you can feel that." It's like it's kind of the experience. If I, I don't think either of you guys ever been to it, but maybe some of the listeners have um, going to like a Top Fuel dragster race, um, and when like those fucking things take off, like literally your eyeballs are shaking in your sockets, <laughs> and like that's that's kind of like, it's not it wasn't quite as bad as that but it's that same feeling of just raw power that you're watching and feeling is insane
1: yeah i mean that was my takeaway it was like we can't even see this rocket but we can feel the power like it was just like somewhat terrifying
0: yeah and you got that stuff <laughs> to go going. Yeah, and then you get, and then you send, you know, a group of five people or however many people on top of it, just riding it into space. That's crazy. That's gonna be you one day. I bet Shit, in our lifetime you'll be to able to go to space. Dude, I don't think I want to go to space. I'm not trying yeah. to like, to, like, dude. You get. What happens if you explode in space? Dude, you're done. <laughs> you're just flying off well, into nothing. At least <laughs> if you explode, like, if you if your airplane explodes, you know mid-flight you can either if you're in the military or something, you can eject, or you just can you have like a chance to like fall out through the opening and then like you come back to earth but if you just explode into space and you're just like floating out into the ether dude no no way i'm not doing it
1: no i know that's my thing i don't think i want to go to space so i'm with you because i was asking around and i said how long is this planned flight to mars and I think they said like about a year, like that it's gonna take to get to Mars. Yeah. It so, takes like, a while. what? What if you overshoot? Do you want? Do you really want to be on the first one? That goes? No, absolutely. <laughs> you, you you just float right by that motherfucker, and like you're saying, you're just
0: out gone, just floating until your yeah. oxygen's gone. They you might they they might be like the only thing I can think of is maybe like if they miss Mars, they could come around, orbit. Like orbit the sun, but fucking that's you know I don't know how many fucking years. That's that's like that turns your you know whether it's a three six nine (laughs) a (laughs) year and a half maybe if you're good. Fuck that, dude. No way.
1: You get it. Like think about
0: it. Like I give I'll give astronauts huge credit because like the ones who stay on the space station with each other for like um, for like a year or even like six months. You think about it, like, I don't even like, like, I couldn't hang out with my best friend for, like, a month straight, you know? I'd need some space and separation, and you're stuck on a, basically, something the size of a couple school buses floating in space, nowhere to go, nowhere to hide, the same people for, you know, six to nine months, dude. I don't think, I don't know about that. That's, that's some dedication. I mean, I'm sure they're busy and all, but man, you gotta have a good working relationship. I don't know how they don't go crazy.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they live. Yeah.
0: Just crazy.
1: The other thing I was going to say, apparently they're working on this thing. So they're going to get it so that they're going to try to replace planes so that you could get to say Tokyo from here in 30 minutes. Right.
0: Are you talking about the the hyperloop or whatever the fuck they're talking about? No, this this is something like they shoot you
1: up into space, <laughs> like but they do it slowly, right? Just like a plane. They say they're going to dial in the rockets to do it so your grandmother can get on there. and It'll be like a, a bus or like a plane, right? But instead of like going gradually up, you'll go straight up and they'll let the earth shift underneath you and you'll maybe propel in space a little bit and then you'll just come down slowly. And you can get anywhere in the world in thirty minutes. I
0: hmm, I don't know if like see that's, that's a good idea. That's a good idea, but I don't know I don't know if that works like that. <laughs> it's like
2: What's the, <laughs> the break in phase of that? You know what I mean? Like when people started flying commercial flights, like how long did it take until they were stable and like safe? You know what I mean? Like right. how long do you have to wait till people start doing that to when it's like Oh yeah, I just jumped on the plane and flew to uh, Los Angeles or whatever, you know.
0: Bro, like maybe- I think it's gonna take forever. Think about like people don't even want to get the COVID vaccine, and it doesn't even hurt you. How you think people are going to sign to go to space to test all this fucking new? Like there, no, they'll be. I get, actually, I take that back. The some of the people who don't want to get the vaccine, I'm just, maybe this is controversial, but some of the people who don't want to get the vaccine will be the first ones to sign up to go to space. Like you guys are
2: i mean it just goes to show there's always somebody for something right like it's like who wants to go on a one-way trip to mars and like thousands of people raise their hand it's like okay
3: you
0: know some people don't have anything else or like they just really want to (laughs) be they're like the first person in the comments who just types first
2: (laughs) yeah there's always those crazy uh, i forget what they are the uh innovative nuts or whatever it is you know who, like, whenever Apple comes out with a new thing, they they grab it because they have to have it, you know, kind of thing.
0: Yeah. I guess if you're the first person to do whatever, you're, like, something like that, you will live on forever history books. So Yeah, that's true. Until aliens take over and burn all our books. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well.
3: Um, uh, yeah, Profit,
2: I think you had to get going, right?
1: Yeah, I got to get out of here. So thank you guys for inviting me on. I really appreciate it. Shit is always fun to talk to you guys. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's always good to have you on. It's uh, We'll do another one soon, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, 100%. Anytime I'll be on. Anytime you guys want me. Okay, sounds good. All right, we'll talk to you guys soon. Yep. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the
3: individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of any agency of the U.S. government.